hello! Welcome to the Moana Adams Podcast. I'm your host, Moana, a 15-year-old with a ton to say about mental health, wellness, self-love, and a whole lot more. So let's get into it. Okay, I am laid out in the backseat of my mom's car in a Snuggie with the computer on my lap. I'm probably like the most comfortable I've ever been recording an episode right now. And that's because I don't, I mean, I don't want to not record this episode. I'm just not super excited to record this one. But with that being said, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 20, where today we are getting very, very real. We're being very real. We're being very raw. And I'm going to be talking about RV life and what it's like being home after being on the road for a year. This episode is like the most requested episode ever. I've had so many people ask me about this and they want to hear about it. And I haven't talked about it yet because it's not easy to talk about. There's a lot that goes into it and it's a lot of personal details, but I'm ready. So we are going to be talking about my 2022 traveling the U.S. in an RV. My family and I did 48 states in 48 weeks. And I'll go into a little bit more detail if you're not really familiar with what I'm talking about in a little bit. But first, let's do grateful and currently loving. Today, I am grateful for, or this week, I am grateful for new sheets, my new sheets. We recently moved into a house, which, again, I will talk a lot more about that in a little bit. But we don't have any furniture for this new house and I get to redo my room or not redo but do my room from scratch however I want which is very exciting for me and I got a new bed uh, about a month ago now maybe and I got my sheets and I love them they're like a forest green then they're satin and then I have a white comforter that is like my favorite thing ever it's so fluffy and it's just so they're just so fluffy and comfortable especially in the morning when I wake up it's not too hot because I tend to get really hot when I sleep and I just love them so much they're from Amazon and I will link them below and they are super great for my hair and my face I definitely I started sleeping on silk or satin pillowcases a few months ago and I definitely noticed the difference when I got the sheets too because my head would always fall off the pillow And then my face and my hair would just be rubbing on the sheets. So that's very helpful. So that's what I'm grateful for, is the fact that I have fresh, clean sheets every morning to wake up to, and I love them, and they make me happy. And my currently loving is reading again. Now, I'm currently reading uh, the sequel to A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. It's called Good Girl, Bad Blood, I think. And it is actually about a teenage girl who has a podcast. Um, Funny enough, I watch true crime. I have a podcast, so I read a book about a true crime podcast. Um, But I have not read a book willingly that was not for school since like nine months ago during the summer. And I am like a big reader and I always have been. But the past nine months, I haven't read a single book willingly. And then for school, I had to read Pride and Prejudice, which was actually really good. It was pretty good. Um, It helps if you listen to the audiobook on YouTube while you read it, especially for me. I have trouble sometimes understanding the old language. Now I have to read Shakespeare for ELA that I'm done with Pride and Prejudice, and it's 
a nightmare. Thank you, Course Hero, for saving my ELA grade. But reading again is really nice. I was just reading before recording this, and it's definitely helping me slow down a little bit. Y'all know I talk extremely fast, so slowing down. And that leads us into our episode. So like I said, we're talking about 2022 traveling the whole year with my family in an RV, and then what it's like being home and back into quote-unquote normal life. And it's a lot. So get ready, because we're we're going through it my whole year, and it's going to be a lot. So just prepare yourself a little bit for this. I recently did an interview with the Flower and Compass podcast with Maddie. Um, love Maddie. She's awesome. And she asked me some hard questions that definitely got me thinking and definitely made me think about how I was feeling about being home and what it's like being home and it's not something that I had really she asked good questions that really helped me kind of figure out how I was feeling because I wasn't really sure and it definitely helped push me into being ready for this episode so I'm very excited about this but before we get into all that I do want to explain 48 and 48 a little bit for those of you who don't know in December of 2021, my family and I, except for my mom, so I have my mom, my dad, and my stepmom, and they are all awesome, and I love them all, and they are really good at co-parenting, and I'm very grateful for that. So my mom let my dad and stepmom take me, my brother, and then my sister, Everest, who's four, she's my technically my half-sister, but we don't use like the step and the half in my family. And we all spent the year in our RV, Marlin, um, and we traveled the country. We did 48 states in 48 weeks. And it was incredible and difficult and a real experience that I would, I mean, I would never give it up for anything. And we're going to be talking about that today and definitely focusing on the mental health side of it. And I also want to focus on... Um, what it's like being home afterward. Uh, I did start homeschooling after, um, I was in public school all the way till seventh grade when COVID hit. Um, I stayed in public school, but I was on the, like, fake online school for a year and a half. Um, so I spent a year and a half pretty much in quarantine like most of us did. Well, actually that's not true. Most people went back that summer, or at least by 2021, most people, like the start of 2021, that January, a lot of people started going back to school, but I stayed homeschooled until August of 2021, and that was really hard for me. Um, Mental health definitely was not great then, and I'm not going to sit here and self-diagnose myself because I never was, you know, technically diagnosed with anything, but I do understand the fact that I have severe anxiety and I had a lot of anxiety attacks um and I think mental health was like a really big issue for a lot of us during COVID um and then I spent one semester it was my first semester in high school ninth grade in public school back with all my friends in person and then started traveling and doing homeschool and we gave away pretty much everything we owned and took off in our RV We left our house behind, and yeah, 
traveled for a year, and like I said, I want to focus on the mental health side of everything a little bit, um, because that's what is important to me, and I feel like no matter who you are, your mental health is going to fluctuate throughout the year. Some people have seasonal things. It depends on what life throws at you, and mine was no different through the year. Like I said, before we left, I knew I had really bad anxiety, and I was having anxiety attacks a lot. And I feel like it wasn't super obvious to most people around me. Um, And I think that's a good reminder that you never know what's going on in someone's head. Even the people in my immediate family, I don't think they realized how bad it was because I didn't even know how bad it was. Until now, looking back, I realize how bad it was. And it didn't start to improve until I began to educate myself and put real work and time into myself, which being alone and not with my friends and in school every day on the road definitely helped with that. So like I said, we left in December 2021, December 26th, the day after Christmas, and we packed way too much stuff in the ray. We had to get rid of a lot more stuff on the way, but it was at first kind of like a vacation. Um, the transition was, you know, it was slow but fast at the same time. Like I said, it felt like a vacation. Everything was new and interesting, and it was it was definitely difficult. It wasn't easy, but it was just new, and it was kind of like little kids when they get a new toy for Christmas, and they're super excited about it, and then a week goes by, and they it goes with the rest of their toys, and it's not as interesting. And my whole life got flipped over, which was exciting, but still, like I said, it was a challenging transition. We spent the first few months in um, places like Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Louisiana. Then we moved over to Texas and we kept going westward. And definitely after the like honeymoon phase of everything being brand new and exciting, we started to get into a routine. But I also started to get anxious again. Um, And then we kept moving westward all the way to California and we went to Lake Tahoe which is one of my favorite places and then we lost our Great Dane Maverick who we left the trip with um and I think that all hit us really hard I think we all felt really alone and we were starting to miss family and friends and that kind of really hit us that we weren't we hadn't seen them in you know three four months and we weren't going to see them for another eight and or that add up yeah eight months and I'm I think it was really lucky that those states were out west and the northwest especially were like Utah Wyoming Idaho Washington Oregon Colorado those were some of the best states and so that definitely helped keep our spirits up even though we were all like really low emotionally um it definitely made me start to learn more about mental health, I started listening to more podcasts that were based on, you know, becoming the best version of yourself, and, um, I think the first one that really spiked my interest and really inspired me was Not Your Typical with Caitlin Nolan, which I talk about all the time, and it's because she really does deserve it. She's incredible, um, and I love her content, she works really hard to create positive content and I really look up to that and that definitely helped me um 
But there was definitely a point where I was like, is it really worth it? Like being out here. And it was just like a really low emotional point. We were all very irritable really easily because we were all grieving. And that was really hard. Um, We didn't have as much patience with each other. And then summer rolled around. And it started really strong with my birthday. My birthday is June 4th. It was my 15th. And it was probably one of the best birthdays I've ever had. Um, We went to REI and got climbing gear, and then we went to the climbing gym that's in Spokane and went to Melting Pot for dinner, which was delicious, and it was a lot of fun. Um, And now I'm about to turn 16 in a few months, and we're planning my 16th birthday right now, so we'll see if it surpasses the 15th, but it was a really great birthday. And my mom came to visit us in Glacier National Park, which was absolutely incredible. A ton of fun. And then we went to North and South Dakota, and we met Live the Nomadic Life. They're another RV family, and I met Kelsey. I love Kelsey. Um, Her and I are really good friends, and she was actually the first person my age I had met while traveling. I hadn't met a single other teenager while traveling yet. And I mean, I'd seen people, you know, you always do, but I'm... I'm really bad with random people. I, um, I'm kind of like, I don't know where you came from, or it's kind of like a, this is going to sound awful, but to me, like, the best analogy is for it is like a stray dog when the mom's like, we don't know where that came from, like, in a movie or whatever, you know, she's like, we don't know where that came from or whatever, and that's kind of how I feel about random people. I'm like, I don't know who raised you, I don't know what your beliefs are, like, it's going to take some time. And when you're moving every other week, you don't really have time for that. So Kelsey and I instantly clicked though. And it was a ton of fun. Um, we spent a few weeks, I think we spent like two, one or two weeks together. Um, and then we moved through the Midwest and that was so hot and so boring, but it wasn't awful. We still had some good adventure days Um, we went to the tallest waterfall in Nebraska, which is only, like, 63 feet high, but still, lots of fun, but hot and boring, and I spent a lot of time trying to make the most out of it. I spent some time laying in the sun, which I've never been, like, the kind of person to just lay in the sun. Um, I've always kind of hated it, but vitamin D is good for you, so I did it, and it was actually kind of nice, and then... It started to cool down, and I was so excited to spend the fall in the Northeast. I was manifesting Gilmore Girls energy all summer. I was like, I cannot wait. I was so excited. I was trying to romanticize the crap out of everything. I mean, the colors were beautiful and made that really easy, and Adventure Days were great. I mean, New Hampshire, Maine, Massachusetts, New York, some of the best states. Um, Definitely not as good as Wyoming, but still really high up there. New Hampshire, we spent time with family, and we hiked Mount Kearsage, and I drank a ton of apple cider, and we went apple picking, and then in Maine, again, I drank way too much apple cider, and we went to Acadia National Park, and then my mom came to Massachusetts, and we went to Salem and Boston. I went to the Converse factory store, and my mom got me my classic red high top converse um massachusetts is actually where i took the podcast cover picture those shoes in the picture are brand new and so is the red sweater in that photo um i actually thrifted that red sweater 
on Poshmark. It's originally from H&M. I got it so much cheaper, and it was the last one in my size. And so it really came together for me there. And we went to Harvard, and then we got back from Harvard. I was in the black shirt that I'm wearing in the cover, red lip already on. And I had to take the picture because the podcast was coming out like a week later and I still hadn't taken it because I wasn't sure exactly how I wanted to do it. And I did it. And then we went to New York, which again, incredible. We actually drove into New York and I mean, I can talk about New York all day. I wore the red sweater and then as fall ended, we moved south towards home and it was very nostalgic for me because... We have a lot of family who live in Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, and um, even in a normal year when we would spend, when we lived in Georgia full time, we would spend a lot of the end of fall and the holiday season doing road trips to see our family up north of us. So instead of driving north, we were just slowly driving south and we stopped to see a lot of family and it was a ton of fun. Um, It definitely messed up our routine a little bit, but... um, It was really nice to see people again and helped ease us a little bit into seeing family and friends more frequently. And then we got home on December 26, 2022. And yeah, we made it home. Um, And now I am home. And it's been hard. It's been a very difficult transition I think it's more difficult to transition from RV life to home life instead of from home to RV life. Um, Finding a routine again and getting back into one, and I still haven't found one. I've been home for December, January, for three months. I've been home for three months and I still haven't found a routine. Um, My sleep is totally thrown off. Uh, I think I slept like seven hours last night. And that's pretty good compared to what it's been the past few weeks. Um, I'm going back and forth. My brother and I are going back and forth from our mom's to our dad's house again. And that's also hard, especially because we don't have as many clothes and things as we used to. So we can't just, like, have some stuff here and some stuff there. We bring it back and forth. And it's hard. It's very difficult. And I definitely feel... I just feel unmotivated and uninspired. Um... Seeing new things every day and going on adventures and constantly learning about new places and new cultures is, I mean, it's good for creativity. Travel is good for creativity and it really, it sparks a lot in you. And now that I don't have that, it's hard. Um, I think that the podcast and my content definitely has suffered uh, because I'm just not seeing, you know, new fresh things give new fresh ideas. And don't get me wrong. I'm definitely happy to have my own space and to be able to spread out. I have my own room now, which is nice. Um, I don't think I've ever wanted alone time as much as I do now. I feel like I learned to value my own company and myself while we were gone. And now I still do a lot, even more now so. And so when there's other people, I'm like, get out of my house get out (laughs) because we didn't have people in the rig it was our space and when you see people you go outside and now I'm like I don't want anybody touching anything I don't want you in my room I don't want you in my house and it's difficult but I'm you know I'm getting used to it more and my social battery isn't what it used to be I used to be able to be like 
all right, four nights, different friends' houses all in a row, but now I'm like, okay, like, one night a week is kind of all I can handle right now, and I think that's okay, it's gonna take time, and I feel like I miss my friends and my family more now than I did while we were away, like, during the weekdays when I'm not spending time with friends, I miss them more than I did while I was gone. And I think it has to do with the fact that travel is kind of a distraction from not being with people. You know, the reason I'm not with them is because I'm getting these experiences. But now, when I'm not around them, I'm doing school and work. And so I miss them more because the things that are taking me away from them aren't as um, exciting, right? And I do love doing content. And it's just hard, especially, I think... um, Like, being so young, for me, it's hard to find that motivation because there's not the pressure. You know, a lot of people rely on their content for income, and I don't. And that's definitely difficult. I, um, I think trying to fit everyone else's schedules into my own schedule is probably one of the hardest things. Because before, it was just the five of us on the road, and if we wanted to go to dinner somewhere, we could. And if we wanted to go on one more hike, we could. We didn't have to worry about, you know, dinner with family on Wednesday night or friends' houses on Friday nights. It was just about what we wanted. And now having to fit everyone else's lives back into ours and consider their schedules, so much more difficult than you would think. And it's kind of stressful, especially for me, because I'm a planner. I want to know exactly what's happening, when it's happening. And that's definitely difficult. But it's interesting to see how much I've changed compared to my family and friends back home. Travel allows for so much growth and evolution at such a fast pace. It's almost impossible not to change when you're moving and traveling and seeing that many new things that quickly. And the reality is a lot of people back home haven't changed that much. I mean, definitely my friends, like, were at a very, um developmental age so we will obviously change a lot over the next few years and the past few years pretty quickly but especially a lot of the adults in my lives they are living in the same house doing the same jobs you know they're just in their routine and when you're in that routine not that there's anything wrong with that there's just not as much space for growth and exploration and you're not seeing those new things and I, I really find that interesting, and I'm very grateful that I got the chance to experience the things that I did. There are definitely things that we would have done differently if we did it again because of how much we learned. But, I mean, I would never trade the experience I had for anything. I mean, I got experiences that some people won't get in their entire lifetimes. And I learned so much about myself and the world around me that, I mean, it's it's... It's the experiences I had, they're irreplaceable. Nothing, nothing could trump them or diminish them in any way. And I learned about the things that I love and I fell in love with new things. I got back into climbing and hiking and the outdoors and I fell in love with national parks. And there's just so much out there that we don't know and there's still so much more to see. And. I think that if you ever get the chance to travel anywhere at any time, take it. Take that opportunity 
and make the most of it and learn as much as you can about that place. Eat. I used to be such a picky eater and I still am. I still am. But I'm so much more open open to trying new foods because you might not get the chance again. So if you have the opportunity to try something new and to travel, do it. I promise you won't regret it. I don't know what this next year is going to hold for me or anyone else, but I'm excited to see what it'll bring. And I hope that this answered a lot of your questions about RV life. If you have any more, I'm happy to make another episode about this that's more question-based. And I will leave a question if you're on Spotify under this episode for you to ask questions there. So just let me know your thoughts. If you have any more questions for me, please ask. I'm happy to answer them. And I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to give this podcast a rate and review, as well as follow me on all my socials linked in the show notes. Don't forget to drink some water, and I'll talk to you later.